It's time to travel with Anita. From across town to around the world, she covers it all. Spanning the globe for more than four decades, Anita has been to over 100 countries and territories and is the host of the Lowell Thomas Bronze Award-winning podcast, Quarter Miles Travel. From load transportation fares to travel insurance concerns, safety to savings, Anita gets you there and back with a smile along the way. Now, here's the host of Travel with Anita, Anita Thomas. Hello, 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 and welcome aboard Travel with Anita and Friends. You know, travel is back and there's no stopping it. Back in 2020, travel may have stopped in its tracks, but today, Americans are making up for that lost time and missing that feeling of getting away to someplace that they've kind of dreamed of for years. But what's feeling this feeling of, I got to go now, side of travel? Cost is up. I mean, not just up, but up, up, up. And not just airfare, but all areas of travel. Everything is just higher these days. But that doesn't mean that travel is slowing down. I just got back from a couple of weeks of nonstop travel. And the airports are super busy. Finding a tour is kind of hard. I mean, you hear it's full even before you really get to the counter to try and book a tour. And visiting our parks means you'll need to sign up for a time slot. Can you believe that? So what's going on? Well, as a travel geek, I love, love, love to hear like the backside of all of this. What is going on? So I wanted to dig deeper into the full force of this travel season that we have coming up here and find out what's going on, how much money are we spending. And there's one place that I know to go, and that is to my travel buddy. You hear me say that all the time. And that would be Allianz Travel Insurance. So I had a chance to talk with Dan Durazo, Director of External Communications, to give us the full details on Travel 2023. Travel is back with a vengeance, Anita, and since you've been traveling, you know better than anybody that um, people are back traveling because they're making up for the lost time that they uh, weren't able to travel during the pandemic. Um, I know you were in Europe, and Europe is now a huge destination this summer for Americans. And, uh, you know, there's things that go along with those big crowds, and we can talk about that a little bit. Well, absolutely. And I know that you all each year have the U.S. Annual Vacation Confidence Index, which I love receiving because it is filled with so much amazing information for, you know, travel geeks like myself about U.S. travelers. So what are you finding? I mean, what is your research showing? Because like I said, I can feel it, but I'm sure the research is is showing even probably more. Yeah, you know, so we've been doing the Vacation Confidence Index since 2009. And so what's great about it is we've been tracking year over year how confident Americans are that they'll be able to take a vacation and how much they they are planning to spend. So this year, Anita, for the very first time in the history of the Allianz Travel Insurance Vacation Confidence Index, we passed the $200 billion mark for summer vacation spending, and that's billion with a B. And it's coming in at $214 billion, which is a 10% increase over last year and a 39% increase over 2021. But get this, it is 261% over a lockdown 2020 and even a 100% increase over a fairly normal 2019. So I know that that's a lot of numbers for for people to digest, but I think the bottom line is it's going to be the biggest summer ever for travel and travelers. Well, it certainly sounds like that from those numbers and the amount of money that you're saying, like you said, a billion with a B there. 
Does income, income really make that much difference, though? I mean, like what amount is the average American spending? Are they spending, you know, two or three thousand, five thousand? What are they spending to get up to that billions of dollars? And yeah, I think it's a good question, and certainly inflation has played a role in this. Trips, as you know, have become more expensive over the past couple of years as demand has increased and costs have just increased. So um, this year, the average spend is $2,830 on a summer vacation. That tops $2,000 for just the fourth time since we've begun tracking. And uh, it's up almost, it's a 7% increase over 2022 a 33% increase over 2021 and a 50% increase from 2020. So you can see how those numbers have been going steadily up. And, you know, when we were locked down, costs were low, but now they're going back up and we're seeing those numbers um, approach record highs now. Americans are not stopping travel because of those costs, though, Anita. They're still getting out there. They're still getting out there, but does the inflation mean less travel, although we're seeing the amount of uh, money spent on travel increasing? Because I know my airfare was, a, it was what I would call a pretty penny. <laughs> yeah, I think I think everyone is seeing the same thing where airfares are up. I think that hotel rooms are also up. Rental cars are up. Um, and tours and other costs are up. So uh, costs are up, but you know, the, the, the odd thing about all this is that it's not stopping Americans from traveling. They still value travel quite a bit, and they're still getting out there. And as a matter of fact, um, we're seeing that consumer vacation confidence yeah. is, uh, is running high this year. And 61% of Americans intend to book a trip 100 or more miles away from home of at least a week. And that's up 19 points since a yeah. fairly normal 2019. So the confidence that Americans have to take a vacation and the desire to get out there is uh, driving this big number of uh, $214 billion. And the word confidence, how, how does that fit into what you guys are researching? I mean, confidence based on sort of just that desire, that need, or confidence because they have the money? How does confidence fit into, into what you guys are researching? Yeah, you know, it's hard to know what the motivator behind that is. I think it's a little a little of both those things that you mentioned. But I think we're still seeing, Anita, a lot of pent-up demand from the lockdown. Like I said before, we're seeing a lot of demand for Europe this year. Uh, trips to Europe this summer are up 55% over what they were last year. And we think that people who wanted to go to Europe in the past and weren't able to are just, uh, you know, they're just going. Um, regardless of the cost. And uh, Europe is not an inexpensive trip. You know, you have airfare, you have hotels, you have your tours. Uh, maybe you have, maybe you're doing it via cruise, but none of that stuff is expense, inexpensive and people are going anyway. So I think people just really want to get out and see the world this year. Yeah, I think the confidence is that desire, that desire to, like I said, the pent up sort of demand and now we can do it. We are free to, we're free to go. <laughs> and I think we learned during the pandemic too, how important it is to get out there and do the things that you wanted to do instead of saving it for later, um, saving it until the kids are off in college or saving it until you saved up the money. So I think we learned during the pandemic, you know, when it's when it's time to go, we should go and enjoy the things that we've always uh, desired to, to do. I think everyone's looking for those experiences this year. You know, they don't want to do what they've done 
every year in the past. They want to do something new. They want to create new memories. Um, one thing that we did recently was we surveyed our customers and we found out that half are planning to take in a theater show, concert or music festival during their summer travels. So they're adding that entertainment uh, portion to their trip. And um, that's something that we think is a, a trend that's going to continue. I think you're right about that. I mean, because uh, that's the best way to really get sort of the full value of your of your trip is to go is to get out and not just go to even the touristy things, but even get out on foot sometimes and just walk around and, and check out the destinations. But now, Dan, I have a question here. I mean, are you seeing any difference, though, in the age groups, say 18 to 35 or 34 or 35 to 54 or 55 plus? How does age uh, play into mm -hmm. this? Well, we see in the confidence part, we see um, younger Americans are um, really the ones that are driving confidence. So the younger people will just not stay home. They uh, they want to go on those trips, but they have less um, financial means to do so. So the flip side of that is we're seeing older folks, you know, booking those more expensive trips because they tend to have that. Uh, disposable income available to them. So those are the folks that you'll see on those European trips and those river cruises. But really across the board, everyone wants to go out and figure out a way to do it within their budget. And that's not all, Dan and I have so much more to talk about, but I'll stop here and when I come back, we'll continue to talk about the Vacation Confidence Index and how it can help you plan for your next getaway. Back in a minute here on Travel with Anita and Friends. in the way that men and women travel? Well, I asked my friend Dan Durazo with Alias Travel Insurance to fill us in on all of those things about the dynamics of travel. Yeah, you know, in our surveys, we find that women are frequently the trip planners in the family, um, whether they're planning to go on a solo trip or they're doing all the trip planning for, uh, for their friends and family. So women are frequently the decision makers on where they're going to go, how they're going to get there, how much money they're going to spend. And then what about the breakdown between how we travel, road trips versus flying? We are seeing still a lot of people do like road trips. And, um, you know, we're, we're talking a little bit about uh, travel insurance, I know, today. And one thing that's interesting to me, at least, about travel insurance is that travel insurance can cover any trip that's at least 100 miles from home. So you can be covered um, for those road trips. And we know we know Americans love their road trips. They like to pile the kids in the car and go to see um, whatever uh, drivable uh, destinations that they can get to and whatever uh, fun parks they can go to and the things that kids like to do. So um, we are seeing a lot of road trips this year. And um, I think that's just, just behind um, flights. People are going to be flying this summer a lot. And one thing we're seeing a lot this summer, too, is travel delays because of so many people flying. We're having an air uh, controller shortage in New York, which is impacting um, some flights and causing delays. And also the weather during the summer is fairly unpredictable. Those storms can really impact your trips, too. Travel insurance can help uh, compensate you for the extra costs you'll 
experience during those delays, like you have to feed the kids at the airport during a significant delay. Travel insurance can help pay for those as well as lodging and transportation. And uh, you want to be prepared. So can we talk a little bit about travel insurance? Because, you know, I say that you all are my travel buddy. So I'm always carrying, <laughs> all travel insurance is always going with me. But I have some questions that I've been asked that I'd love to share with you. And um, so we can get some answers uh, for folks. Yeah, you know, I love to talk about travel insurance, Anita. I'm probably the only person who does. So fire away. <laughs> well, let's first start off with, because I get this question all the time, because I do have an annual plan, uh, but which is better? And I don't know if better is even the right word or just, you know, what applies, I guess, best for the individual traveling. And that is, should I get individual plans or should I do an annual plan? Yeah, so that's a really good question, and I don't know if there's a, an overall answer because I think it depends on the, the individual. And I think the first thing is a lot of people don't know that annual plans exist. Okay. They think that, you know, when they book their trip, they look on their travel supplier, whether it's an airline, a hotel, um, an online travel agency, or with a travel agent. They're used to buying travel insurance per trip, and that is yeah. fine. Um, but if you're a frequent traveler... Um, Annual plans can really provide convenience in that you, as you know, Anita, you just need to buy it once a year. All your trips are covered. And a lot of annual plans, you may not know this, also include coverage for rental cars. So if you're renting a car um, and you have an annual plan, you very well may be covered um, under that plan. I have an annual plan and I, I think it's great that all my car rentals are covered. So I think you just need to take a look at what your personal needs are. If you're a frequent traveler like you are, I know an annual plan makes great sense. But now here's another question. So who's insured when I get a plan? Is it just me or can I also include my family of four? Yeah. So when you go um, on your trip, you know, you should certainly insure everyone who's traveling with you. So um, you'll put all your, um, your fellow travelers on your insurance plan and you want to make sure they're included. Now, one thing that travel insurance covers is when, say, for instance, you, a traveling companion or a close family member, um, whether they're traveling or not, gets ill or injured seriously, you can cancel your trip and get all your prepaid non-refundable um, costs back. So um, even if your close family members are not on your policy, you know, the fact that they're a close family member makes you eligible to cancel your trip. If, if one of them gets seriously sick or injured. One thing that I do is um, I have a, an annual plan that allows me to put my household members on my plan for no additional cost. So you might look into that and that may save you some money. I have both my kids on my plan. And um, so you don't need to buy individual policies for them. You just add them to okay, your annual plan, but yeah. you need to make sure you add them by name and you'll have everybody on one plan for one convenient price. Yeah, and I think the other thing we haven't talked about is travel assistance. So one thing that people don't realize when you buy a travel insurance product, um, such as all of ours from Allianz Travel Insurance, uh, travel assistance is included. So that means you have a 24-7 phone number that you can call if you have a problem, um, whether you've missed your, uh, your cruise or whether um, you need to find a hotel or someplace to eat or an ATM or a doctor or if you're sick and you need to go to the hospital, what should you do? All those things can be handled by travel assistance. So it's great to know um, that you have somebody to call if you have a problem, because frequently people are traveling in areas they're not familiar with, uh, maybe outside the country. Another great resource, Anita, is our Travel Smart mobile app. 
So uh, we have one touch dialing on the app to our customer service and assistance teams. You can also find a lot of great resources on there, like local uh, resources such as doctors, hospitals, police, that sort of thing. You can also file and track claims on the app. The app is free. You can load your policy into the app um, and that way have your policy with you while you're traveling and not carry around the paper. So you can just download the Travel Smart app and have it on your phone. Um, register yourself and download your policy and you'll be good to go for your trip. Having that app is really helpful. And knock on wood, I haven't had to use it, but it's good to know that it's there. That's that travel buddy part uh, that I talk about. And then here's another one uh, about the short-term rentals because Airbnbs are a trend. So I get this question a lot. Are there plans that cover incidentals and mishaps related to short-term rentals? Yeah, you know, it depends what what it is. Um Typically, you know, damage and things like that to a rental are not included in a travel insurance policy. But if you need to cancel your trip at the last minute for a reason that we cover, um, you will get your money back for, uh, you know, the money that you're out on the Airbnb. So we just consider it as any other kind of travel expense. If you had to cancel your trip and it's a covered reason, um, you just let us know those costs and we'll be happy to reimburse you for them. And the covered reasons are the the things that you might typically think of. You know, you, a uh, traveling companion or a close family member gets sick or injured, as we discussed. There's also things like job loss. On some of our products this year, we've added veterinary emergency. So um, spot gets seriously sick or injured and you could cancel your trip for that reason um there's other things like your destination becomes uninhabitable because of a natural disaster you could cancel your trip or your home becomes uninhabitable for a natural disaster there's uh, military and legal obligations there's a number of things in there um what i would suggest is that when you purchase the policy you read it so that you can find out everything that's covered. There's another category of things called exclusions. Those are things we don't cover. Those tend to be like high risk things that, that we are not able to cover. But the great thing about travel insurance is when you buy the policy, you have 15 days to review it. So take a look at your policy. And if for some reason you feel that the policy isn't right for you, um, you can exchange it for another one or cancel it for a full refund. But what I always suggest people do is when you get that policy, just don't stick it in your pocket. Actually take the time to read it so you understand what's covered and what's not covered. And if you have a question, give us a call. Buy travel insurance when you book your trip. And there's a couple reasons for that. One, uh, when you buy, when you book, uh, you'll be covered for existing medical conditions. So that can be very valuable coverage that you want to make sure you have. And then the other thing is you'll have the longest period of coverage possible when you buy, when you book. So if you wait to the last minute to buy it, you've kind of lost all that opportunity to be covered during that time. And if you get sick or injured or something else happens that we covered before you bought the policy, then you're not going to be covered. So buy when you book. That's my advice. But now how can my listeners find out more? Yeah, we'd love to have them come onto our website and, and you can do a lot more than just look at travel insurance plans. We have a lot of articles on there with travel tips on how to get organized, how to get a passport, um, things that you should consider at certain destinations. We have a whole list of destinations that we've written articles about. So it's a really good resource beyond just shopping for travel insurance, but you can certainly do that as well for per trip plans, for annual plans, for rental car coverage. Uh, stand, uh, standalone rental car coverage, which will save you a lot of money. 
at the rental car counter. And the website is AllianceTravelInsurance.com. Allianz is spelled A-L-L-I-A-N-Z, TravelInsurance.com. Come on over and take a look. I'll stop here. And when we come back, we'll learn a little bit more about traveling during this crazy, crazy travel season. Back in a minute here on Travel with Anita and Friends. Staying healthy while traveling is vital, not only to a successful trip, but to our overall health too. And there are ways to have fun and keep wellness on our itinerary too. Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now, travel has returned in full force. I mean, we are making up for lost travel time during the pandemic. Remember those days back there when everything was shut down? Well, the travel forecast surpasses the 2019 stats, and that's before COVID. So people are ready to get back out there. Now, my thought is that we realize the importance of doing those things that we've always dreamed of and no more waiting around. It's time to go. But a wellness routine, we do have to keep that in mind as we travel to make sure that we are travel ready, but also healthy throughout the year. Over the last year, I have used something called spectral sprays, which are great to keep me on top of my game while I'm traveling. And what are spectral sprays, you may ask? Well, they're an easy, quick way to take my vitamins, but in a spray. Now, I asked my friend Janet Ryan, who's the owner of Spectral Spray, to come on and let's chat about this, about the amazing benefits of using their line of travel sprays, where travel meets wellness. Like I said, you can put wellness on your itinerary, and she's going to share with us just how we can do that so we stay healthy while traveling. So travel is back, and you guys at Spectra Sprays, you all are ready to support healthy travel as we gear up for more travel this summer and into the fall and the holiday season. It seems like it's not slowing down. That not was at a, all. No. Not at, not at all. Not at all. You know, there was a recent uh, Vacation Confidence Index report that was done by Allianz Travel Insurance, and it revealed that 61% of Americans plan a trip with more than 100 miles from home. This summer, travel is already at an all-time high. But you know what hasn't changed, though, even post-pandemic are those important routines around travel that we need to stay healthy, well-rested, and prepare for those ups and downs of travel. So you all have a line that helps with jet lag, staying well, and stress-free, and, and all of that. So let's jump in and let's talk about how your sprays are helping us stay healthy out there on the road. Let's start with the jet lag because I'm just back from a trip. Yeah, you've been traveling a lot. Well, the jet lag is two sprays, actually. It's our best-selling spray, which is the sleep spray. And it not only has a little bit of melatonin, but it has some herbs and amino acids that help you relax and also wake up refreshed. They're oral sprays. You spray them in your mouth. I know it's a new concept for a lot of people, so I like to explain that. And people will even use it on a plane. So if you're going on a long trip and you want to get some sleep while you're on the plane, so when you get there, you're ready for the time change, you can do that. We had a, um, I have a U Ukrainian doctor that I work with. He used to go to the Ukraine a lot, still does actually. Uh -huh. And he said, you want to use this sleep spray? And I sleep for four hours on the plane and I'm all ready to go when I get there. The other spray in that kit is a B12 energy. Because what happens you need energy before oh, yeah. your sleep, and you might need energy the next day. And let's face it, we all need energy, even if we're not traveling across time zones. Definitely true. Now, do you have any other vitamin sprays, though? Because I like this idea 
of the spray. I mean, that's one of the things that drew me to your products. And I know you and I have, have worked together for a couple of years. So I've been using your sprays for a while. And I can definitely testify that they definitely work very well. And they're so convenient because the spray tubes are easily just kind of zipped right there in your pocket. You can just zip it in really quickly and out really quickly or your purse. So what other vitamins do you have? Um, I'll tell you, most importantly is that you don't need any food or water. So that's why you can use them anywhere and anytime. Yeah. We have a whole line. This is just our travel line, the jet lag, the stress less, the stay well, the be well, and the sleep well. But we have vitamin D, B12, multivitamin, <clears throat> folate plus with a couple Bs, a couple different vitamin Ds like with K2. So if they go to our site, which is spectraspray.com, they'll see everything. You know, we're talking about travel today. So we have a whole travel page for that as well. So what else do you have on the travel on your travel page? Because I like the stressless idea as well. Yes, the stressless we combine the stress spray with the sleep spray. So again, if you haven't slept well, your stress is a lot worse. You don't have much energy and it's hard to focus. So the stress spray itself, you can even get just that and that will help you with its B vitamins proven herbs to relax, like adaptogenic herbs. And it also has GABA now, which helps support focus and brain function. Now, one of the things I have been asked is, is there anything that I need to do with my sprays uh, once I start using them? So is there any That's need to, yeah, is there any need to refrigerate them or keep them in a cool spot, keep them out of the sun? How do That's we a great question. Unless, unless you're in extreme heat, like we are now, we're in Las Vegas, you don't want to keep them in your car in that extreme heat or extreme cold, but regular temperatures anywhere from 32 degrees Fahrenheit to 85, 90. I just wouldn't leave them in a baking or freezing car. Um, don't need to refrigerate them. And another point I'd like to make is you can use these sprays until the expiration date on the bottom, which is typically a year or more. So mm. even if you open it, you have it in your travel bag, you haven't taken a trip <clears throat> or you're not using it every day, you can look at that expiration and those nutrients have been tested and they are valid. They are stable until that expiration date, even though you've opened it. And you won't find that on most vitamins that are subject to air because they could oxidize. For those who are not traveling all the time, like you and I, we're on the road a, a fair amount during the year. It's good to know that if they tuck it away for two months, it's still, still good when they pull it out again. But now, uh, Jen, another question I have been asked, though, is that do I need to check with my doctor before taking like the vitamins? We always recommend if you're on any medications or you have any conditions that you check with your doctor, typically taking a vitamin D or taking a B12, you don't have to. Um, but if you're going to take something like the stress spray with GABA and you happen to be on some anti-anxiety or antidepressant medications, please press with your doc check with your doctor there may be some type of ingredient that doesn't work for you. We work with dietitians, we work with functional nutritionists and we're extremely careful and we do a lot of education. Let me think like iron spray. Again, you shouldn't be taking an iron spray and you should know, unless you know you're deficient in iron. Mm -hmm. People look at descriptions of things and they go, oh, I feel like that, I better take that. Wait a minute, hold on. We're at a show now um, for another sector of our business 
And a woman says, oh, yes, I have a child who needs this, that, and the next thing. I think they're iron deficient. I said, get to the doctor and find out what the levels are. You can't just buy them something and, and spray okay. it in their mouth. So we want people to know that they are there to help us stay healthy. And uh, if there are any questions uh, to check with their medical uh, professionals. How did you decide to start this company? I mean, it's such a great idea. It's, like I said, it's brilliant because I love the convenience of it. Definitely that, first of all, but then all that it helps when we are traveling with staying staying well and being stressless and, and getting some good sleep. Well, part of it began with my love for travel, but part of it, unfortunately, began with some of the family issues that I experienced. My mother's early onset Alzheimer's. Um, she was only in her 50s. We dealt with that for like nine years. She died pretty young. Um, and my sister and I, this was over 25 years ago, were determined for that to not happen to us. Not that you can always control it, but I did a lot of research. Um, I didn't get any particular degrees, but I worked with a lot of doctors, pharmacists, um, learned about genetic testing, detoxification, and I ended up getting into selling supplements, but not these. I, then I met a naturopathic doctor who said, you know, I love what you're selling. It's really good powder mixed with water, but there's no delivery system like these spray vitamins. The only thing better is IV vitamins. Spray them in your mouth. They go right into your bloodstream, pretty much through the little cells in your mouth. Mm. So we started with a couple sprays. And as we worked with people, they're like, well, do you have something for this? Do you have something for travel? And then I created the kits with my marketing background. I worked for many years in the health club industry because of my passion for fitness and wellness and realized that people want to stay well on the road, but yeah. also they want to stay well every day, keep their vitamin D levels up. So we expanded our line year after year. Well, you have a great line, a really great line, and I really appreciate your coming on and sharing all of this with the listeners. But now I do want to ask you, though, if you can make a little bit of a recommendation, because I think, you know, going to your website is a great idea, but there's so many great, great sprays there. B12 energy is good for everyone, whether you're traveling or not, whether you're going to use it every day. Most people like to use it every day, especially in the afternoon. Um, but what I'd like to say, if you don't sleep well, start with sleep. That's our bestseller. You can use it at home. You can use it on the road. Um, people rebuy, rebuy, rebuy. Um, but sleep and B12 are our top two recommendations and they are our top two sellers. Yes, and mental focus. I mean, especially as we age, if you're over 45, even if you're 40 and you have children, there are so many things pulling at you. Um, sometimes you just need a little spray to uh, keep you going. <laughs> Exactly. So you're ready to do this travel, you know, so have to do some things at home to be to be ready when it's time to go. So Jeff, give me that website again and just, you know, what all we can find there. So make sure people get a chance to write it all down. It's spectraspray.com. So spectra is S-P-E-C-T-R-A spray, S-P-R-A-Y dot com. And you can just click on the travel page. If that's what you're interested in, you'll see the top tabs travel and let's use code love travel and we'll give you 25% off on your first purchase. And then be sure to register for our email so that you get whatever offers we're, we're giving to our, our loyal customers. I'll stop here, but when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about traveling with your pets. Everybody's doing that these days. Back in a moment here on Travel with Anita and Friends.
they're traveling with their pets. And how about you? Welcome back to Travel with Anita and Friends. Now, I must admit, you guys have heard me talk about you know, my traveling with my dogs. And you still hear Jack barking at the end of the show. That's my sweet Jack. He's no longer with me, but he still is in so many ways in my heart. But when I hit the road, I love to do it with my new fur babies, Boris and Natasha. I like to bring them along with me. And you know what's great about this is that it's getting easier and easier to do this without pets because many accommodations as well as attractions are saying yes to bringing along your pet. And in particular, traveling with dogs. Now, my producer, Bill Wilson, is planning a trip with his fur baby. Now, Bill, what are you planning with this road trip with Casey? Well, Casey, fortunately for me, Anita, is a very good traveler, and she loves the new car. I got a 2021 Ford Escape, and it's just the right size for her. She hops in the back, and uh, she's a good little traveler. And we're going to be traveling up to Indiana, up in one day, back in one day, for a wedding. And uh, we used bringfido.com and booked a fine reservation at a hotel that specified that I could leave her unattended during the ceremony, as long as I leave with a phone number. And that's really helpful because sometimes sites like Travelocity and things like that, they don't necessarily have all that information for you, even sometimes on the hotel website. It's nice that Bring Fido actually moves out of their way to spell out the pet policies very clearly for you. Well, that's one of my favorite websites. So I'm glad to hear that you use it because I know we've talked about it a little bit here and there on the show throughout the years. But it's a great website. You're right, because it also tells you some of the other things that you can do in that city, like restaurants that are open to bring in your pet activities. So did you check out any of those? I know you're going for a wedding, so you may not have time for all that. Well, no, I found the area where there's going to be a couple of nice dog parks. So between the wedding ceremony and the uh, reception, I'll probably go back to the hotel and take her to one of the nearby dog parks because there's one that's just midway between where we're having the reception and the hotel. So that'll be perfect. Now, what about preparing her for a road trip? Any kind of tips for that? I know you've you've traveled with her before, and of course, I've traveled with my babies. I'm always trying to pile them in the car. It's always good to make sure I have one of those collapsible uh, water dishes. You can see them at the grocery store. Next time you're getting groceries, look for those little plastic collapsible water bowls. I, I keep it in the transmission hump of my car all the time to have it with me when I bring her in to, to, to do recordings and things like that. And they're very handy to have with you. When you're at a rest stop, you fill that up and give her a chance to drink. Um, sometimes she'll take it, sometimes she won't. But it's also to remember that uh, your your pet needs to get exercised more than you, you do even. Mm. It's a good idea for you to stop every five or six hours at the most to uh, give yourselves a good hour of a nice walk in a rest area or a dog park. And just uh, both of you get a chance to stretch your muscles and take care of other business as you may need to <laughs> along the way as well. There is that for sure. You definitely want to make sure to stop for that. Well, you know, we do the same thing. You know, Doc Bill and I go down to the coast a lot, and we definitely take the dogs down there. And we usually make a stop, uh, usually around about Macon. And we let the dogs out. They can stretch their legs. They can do a little sniffing around, you know, to exercise their little brains a little bit, too. And then we're back in the car after a little bit of water, and they do their business as well. Now, how far time-wise is that into the trip for you? That's about two hours uh, mm-hmm. into the trip, two, two and a half hours, depending on traffic. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, the other thing, too, is that, you know, traveling during the summer you know, you need to keep in mind, too, you know, maybe definitely stopping a little bit more to make sure they get hydrated. If you need to get water, things like that, and keep yourself hydrated as well, too, because although you're riding in the car, the air conditioner, you know, the sun's beaming in and that type of thing. So you definitely want to do that. Now, do you take a leash along? Yes. 
I do. She very rarely needs one, mm-hmm. but I take one in case one is required wherever I happen to be stopping. But uh, she actually walks better without a leash. She'll stay closer to me if I don't have her on a leash than when I have her on the leash. Well, that's pretty good. You have yeah. a very well trained. I can't say that for <laughs> for my babies. They would be all over the place. You would see me running down the street trying to catch up with them with the leash in hand, probably. Well, the other thing to remember too, Anita, and too few dog owners know this. Even if you're just running into the sh- into the convenience store for a soda and a candy bar, do not leave the dog in a hot car. Uh, even if you just think you're going to be gone two or three minutes, especially in the summer months, yeah, that heat just gets into your car so fast. And if you want evidence of that. When you're driving down the road, just turn off the air conditioner and see how long it takes for you to become uncomfortable in a car with the windows up. Absolutely. And that is a really, really good point, especially during the summer months, like you said. And a lot of times, you know, too, we, you know, honestly think we can run in and do it really quickly. Grab that gas, you know, grab a soda, something for ourselves and come back out. And you could have disastrous results if you don't think, you know, think that through. You know, what about car sickness, too? Casey, have you ever had any problems with that? Never had a problem with that, no. She, she had an accident in the car one time mm-hmm. when she didn't get out in time, but she's never she's never had a problem with uh, nausea. The other funny thing with her, too, behavior-wise, Anita, is when I was driving my clunker of a Malibu for all these years, she would not do what every other dog on the planet does, and that stick her head out the window. <laughs> but now with the new car, she loves it. She oh. heads out the window the whole time. Loves having that window down and the wind blowing. And uh, I think she just didn't want to be seen in the other car. <laughs> well, now she's happy. It's her car now. <laughs> That's right. And by the way, you can get some nice uh, car co- seat covers. Mm. If, if dog hair is a problem, yep. uh, they're, they're very inexpensive. You can go to any kind of, uh, an, they call them auto toy stores where you get the different, uh, you know, fuzzy dice and things for your cars. But you can get little covers for your back seat so that the hair goes on the seat. <laughs> and uh, or rather on the cover, not on the, on the cover, seat. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that idea because vacuum out of the car is no fun. Mm-mm. But you know, today, uh, Bill, we've been talking a lot about insurance. You know, there is also pet insurance. I highly recommend it because I have had to use pet insurance uh, with my other dogs uh, who uh, had an injury with their leg, and it really does make a difference. So, in talking about you know insurance for us with traveling, you know, also getting pet insurance so that if there is a problem when you're traveling. You know, you have their pet covered because it's very expensive to uh, have some of these vet, some of these vet things. So I just have a couple of tips uh, to add here. If you are looking at pet insurance, one of the things is to really understand the terminology. And that kind of goes without saying, because a lot of times, you know, we'll sign up for something like this and we're like, okay, that sounds good. But you really want to read through it and see exactly what you're getting. I noticed, too, on Bring Fido, the hotel I had in question, give us an option to insure the room for any, any pet damage for $15 a day. That's not too bad for a two-night stay. Oh, and I would definitely, definitely sign up for that because you just never know sometimes how your how your pet is going to react. They may react, you know, calmly and obedient and all the other places where you've been, but something just rattles them a little bit differently there. Mm-hmm. So, and also, too, with, uh, you know, with the pet insurance, you know, you just want to decide how much coverage you think you might need. Um, we have our, our dogs uh, insured, and we just have an annual policy that covers a lot of things. It even covers some of the vet, the vet visits. But if there's any broken bones and surgery and things like that needed, that's covered, and that makes a really, really big difference. Mm-hmm. It definitely does. So what other plans do you have, though, for, you know, for your trip? I mean, with, with Casey, do you have any other kind of plans? It's going to be real quick in and out because it's, uh, like I say, all the way to Indiana, we're going to, uh, drive up 11 and a half hours on Saturday and drive home 11 and a half hours on Monday and 
try and keep the expenses down as much as possible. But uh, it's my favorite niece getting married, so I think it's worth the little extra effort. It definitely is. You definitely want to do that. You definitely do. It's been a great show today. As always, Bill, thanks so much for, you know, creating the magic here on the show sure. uh, for us. But I want to point out a couple of things now. We talked about Allianz Travel Insurance. You know, I say all the time that they're my buddy. So definitely check out their website at AllianzTravelInsurance.com where you'll find not only the options for our travel insurance, but a lot of great articles as well. And for Spectra Spray, you definitely want to check that out, too, and go ahead and get that Love Travel 25% discount. So check it out at SpectraSpray.com. And I'll be back in two weeks with another great show, another destination, and maybe we can check in with Bill, too, and see how he's coming along with planning for you know that road trip with Casey. But thanks for joining me today here on Travel with Anita and Friends. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Travel with Anita. For more, log on to her website, travelwithanita2ends.com, and look for her award-winning podcast, Quarter Miles Travel, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Anita will be back in two weeks with another exciting adventure for you and your travel buddies. So keep those passports updated, and remember to always travel safe and travel smart. Right, Jack?